Hello and welcome to the Hub World podcast um, for a very special Zelda 35th anniversary episode. Um, today we're going to be sharing some thoughts on all things Zelda. We have 35 questions lined up that we're going to answer and yeah, that's that's the deal today. So we actually have quite a few people here. Um, for those of you who don't know or have never listened to the Hub World or whatever, my name is Jules, and today um, I'm joined by Mateo from the Hub World, Dino from the Hub World, and we have some special guests today. And to introduce themselves, I, I will let them introduce themselves. Take it away. <laughs> I am Adriano. Hey, y'all. I'm Sarah. And Adriano and Sarah are our resident Zelda-like enthusiasts, experts. All of us kind of are, but they are also Would you say that they're fans. big fans? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tis an honor. Yeah. Zelda brought us together. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're engaged. <laughs> we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have met each other if it wasn't for the game. <laughs> yeah. So, we, uh, yeah, we welcome you to the first ever Hub World episode that you're going to be on. And, yeah. We hope you have fun. So, Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for we appreciate the invite. Anytime. We can do this without as many Zelda experts as, as possible to make this episode even more special than it already is. So, I'm a Zelda um, expert. Right? I'm like, <laughs> heck yeah, I am. And since we are all pretty big Zelda fans, we're sure things are bound to get heated. Um but things will also be fun. So um, just to explain to our listeners, what we're doing is it's Zelda 35th anniversary this year. For those of you who didn't know, first game, The Legend of Zelda, came out 35 years ago. Um, and so we thought we would do a little fun celebration of the series by doing 35 questions about Zelda that each of us are going to answer. Um, some of these questions we will um, break down and explain to you our reasons for our choices in said topic. Um, others we're just going to kind of say. Um, but if you have any questions um, or comments or you want to share your own opinions on Zelda, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment um, on YouTube or have it, give us a follow on Spotify. Um, so we're going to get started with quite a doozy to start. So... Um, the first thing we will all say is who is our favorite Zelda character and explain why. So I'm going to kick that one off. Um, my favorite Zelda character is Midna from Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Um, I was, how do I explain this? I just I was a big fan of of Midna as an imp, and when I saw her as a princess, I was even more of a fan. And, <laughs> I, and I just I in general like her character. I like what she adds to the narrative. I like how she has a narrative significance, but she's also kind of like sassy, kind of like aloof, and like I don't know. I just something about her character is super appealing, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy that aspect of her. So that's my answer. Um, for me, now, I it 
I didn't have a favorite Zelda character until I had to write the uh, the the name down on this piece of paper that I have in front of me. Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Ganondorf because Ganondorf has had a lot of actually like he's actually had a decent amount of character development in the Zelda games. Uh, like he was just in Ocarina of Time, he was the like he was the main antagonist and he was care like his character was just he was power uh power power hungry and and he finessed his way into the position that he's in at the end of the game but then in wind waker he was like you kind of almost feel bad for him because of like how badly like i don't want to get into wind waker spoilers even though the game's like 18 years old but (laughs) for those who haven't played it play wind waker but uh ganondorf is like you almost sympathize with him a little bit and then, but then back in when you get to Twilight Princess, the next appearance of Ganondorf, he's back to his old ways, or like he he's again like this tyrant, and you got to take him down. Just, Ganondorf to me is one of the most complex villains probably in in video games, I'd say. So for me, it's Ganondorf. All right, I've never felt more ancient in my life until you said that Wind Waker was eighteen years old. <laughs> but y'all can call me basic my favorite zelda character is link and you can cite all of my eighth grade sketchbooks for that one (laughs) i don't think it really needs any explaining link is link is the best valid (laughs) all right well my favorite character is sheik um it's because first off he looks really cool and he's extremely wise like just every Every dialogue you have with him is just amazing. And I want to, like, tattoo his sayings on my arms. On my <laughs> I got one. I got one of his sayings on my arm. They are very wise. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, I don't know if it's canon, but in the, in the manga, he's, like, um, a double agent. He's, like, he's kind of, like, betraying Gandorf behind his back. And, uh, you know, then you find out that it's really Princess Zelda. Oh, spoilers. But... <laughs> spoilers? <Yeah>. Spoilers for, <laughs> like, like, a game that is year old game. 25 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah. And I beast my OC off of him in grade six, so. <laughs> With the red eyes and the blonde hair. <laughs> and only half his face showing. <laughs> oh, gosh, all those drawings. Hey, I'm going to the next person. Yeah. My see, you guys have gone on like kind of like your own personal favorites and stuff. When I think of my favorite characters, like which one to me stands out the most, and it's a really, really odd choice. I feel like a lot of mine will be odd. I wrote down King Zora. Adriano, you know why. (laughs) 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 It's like some of the like the really like out like as as a kid and everything, right? Like playing video games i was only really used to like humanoid characters and like all of these weird goofy alien or like monster looking creatures were always seen as like the enemies and stuff until i really like encountered the gorons and then the zoras and i didn't really get too too much attached to like the idea of the leader of the gorons stuff but i don't know why just king zora is just like this little dude just chilling on his perch you know you have to you have to unfreeze him a bit he he moves very very slowly and makes a funny noise. And um, in later in later installments of the games, he's one of those like reoccurring characters that's always just titled as King Zora. Like while the leader of the Gorons always has a definitive name, King Zora is always just King Zora. And he's always kind of had the same look in all the games, so you know it's like 
I don't know. I was just, I just really liked that That's one. Fair. Yeah, I don't know. And like, even like that one Wild, moment in Ocarina of Time. That one moment in Ocarina of Time really <laughs> stuck out to me. When he's yeah. just moving, and then he like in Majora's Mask, he became the band manager and stuff. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to make like a. I, I wanted to make a silly choice for this one here because it's like it was either that or the Bean Guy. Just like I don't know why, I just like when I when I think of just like silly Zelda, yeah, the bean munching guy, like the magic bean seller, <laughs> or the hand, right? Like I I like a lot of those silly characters, and like King Zora made me laugh the most, so I'm gonna say King Zora for my favorite character. That's that is so Mad valid. Respect. I'm so down. Mad respect. <laughs> um, okay, so now the rest of the questions um, that we're gonna be going through next are gonna kind of be like, um, they're gonna be kind of like rapid fires so we can give a little bit of context we don't necessarily need to but the next like i think it's like nine questions are all character related um to stay with this kind of like character theme so next question number two favorite companion character um so i will kick that off um now i actually have written down here midna but because i already said midna is my favorite character and while I do think she's my favorite companion, I'm going to say something different just for the sake of it. Um, but I like Tattle and Tail. You mean just Tattle, right? Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to take them together. You know what? Tattle and Tail. He's a companion. He's a companion to Skull Kid. Fair. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lawyered. Wow. <laughs> so... Uh, for me, it's King of Red Lions, hands down. Like, he is my uh, my absolute favorite companion. My favorite is Lineback. Oh, yes. I love that. <laughs> my favorite is Tattle. Because um, I think uh, she's less annoying than Navi. And her sounds are pretty cool compared to Navi. And she's golden. And the way that she describes enemies are interesting you know it's like what you don't know about this guy yeah just yeah just like sassy. yeah yeah <laughs> see i'm 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 a navi fan just for sure and sure yes i know hey listen gets really annoying but that was my that was my text notification for a while just because it was special so yeah i'm gonna say Navi. <laughs> that must have been very annoying actually you know what uh it got me to look at my phone and check my message well that's true you know <laughs> I hate Navi slander, so thank you so much for speaking up for my girl. <laughs> um, so, okay, so next one is number three, favorite enemy. Um, so I am going to give a little bit of context to this um, because this answer would have been different if I didn't literally just play Wind Waker. But my favorite enemy, I think, is the mini blinds. The no. nini, nini, the like little, the little like moblins that like in Forsaken <laughs> Fortress that just like, I love those things. I don't know why they're just so adorable, they're just wacky and goofy. They're anxiety so inducing. <laughs> I run around cool. the fortress screaming. <laughs> well, Jules, I thought I was going to be creative and picking by picking them, but uh, you beat me to it, so <laughs> they're wow. my favorite as well. <laughs> My favorite is the Deku Scrubs. They're so cute. I want one tattooed on me. I've always loved them. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Wolfos because I love wolves. Um, 
but they're actually not that hard to fight. You know, you just, uh, you know, they come close to you, you backflip away, and then you just jump attack. Done. One hit KO. Yeah. <laughs> Done, noobs. One hit KO. <laughs> and they can get pretty big. Like the one in Ice Cavern, and the white one's huge. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to say Octorox. They're, they're pretty much in every single game, save for like one or two of them. And they just waddle around and shoot rocks at you. You got you got to you got to keep your defenses up. It's one of the first enemies you see and they're iconic. I'll go with I'm, I'm so hungry. I could eat an Octo rock. Yeah, that that too. That too. Excuse me. I'm literally lying on I'm literally lying on my Octorock plushie right now. So Is that the one that we got you? Yeah. Yeah, the mochi mochi. <laughs> um, wow, okay, happy birthday. So... Um, so favorite, the next one is number four, favorite non-Ganon villain. So you can't be, you can't be technicality, Ganondorf isn't Ganon. No, <laughs> any iteration of Ganon doesn't count. Favorite non-Ganon villain. Um, so my, I was actually between two here, but I started to realize that my list had a massive Twilight. Um, bias so i just i changed it but it was a tie between a couple but i think twin rova is my favorite non-ganon villain and i love the concept behind twin rova and i hope Uh, that they explore them more in the future we need more kom and kotake yeah more kom and kotake (laughs) it's pretty cool that they're in the oracle games too yeah yeah i really want them in breath of the wild too That'd, That'd be, be awesome. interesting, yeah. So uh, my favorite non-Ganon villain is Vati. And I think it is a it is criminal that Nintendo has not brought Vati back since Four Swords Adventure. Was it Four Swords Adventures or, or Minish Cap? It's Minish. It's Minish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is criminal that Vati has not come back. Vati at one point was like the number two like the number two villain in Zelda. And now he's just like an obscure Nintendo villain that hasn't been in the game in forever, so he needs to be brought back. He was never number two, but okay. I 100% agree with that. I love him. But my favorite is Zant. I'm a simp. That's all yes. I have to say about that. <laughs> my favorite's actually also Vati. Um, yeah, I, heck yeah. Yeah, but specifically in his human and Picori form. He just looks so badass. You know, he just, he just beat everyone in the sword tournament in the beginning of the game, and... Uh, you know, his hair just flows with energy. <laughs> you know, it's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we're gonna make this a three sweep. I'm also going Vati also. Um Minish, I really thoroughly enjoyed that game playing through it and the, just the characterization that they gave the giant purple ball with an eye and <laughs> giving the alternate form great with magic and everything. Vati definitely yeah. needs to come back in some way. Uh, yeah, just, just say and, yeah. On behalf of Riley. He would be sick at us. Then nobody said Majora, so I'm just going to mention Majora for for Riley's sake. I felt, I felt it was too easy, especially yeah. with Chris Moons. I'm sad no one said Gearheim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also listening. yeah. I was originally going to say Zant, but Zant yeah. turning into a clown at the end of the game. Yeah, kind of... No, I'm sorry. I love Nanda's that. Hot. That's hot the best part of the character for me. <laughs> Like I want, Zant, I, I so, liked the menacing character with the mask, and then when you see the face, it's just like no, and then he turns into a clown. It's just like no, you ruined a good thing. Go away. No, when he removes the mask, it shows it's 
Oh, no, I can go on a tangent. I'm sorry. I love Yeah, this. no, same anyway. with me, Sarah. I agree with you. I'm like, Zant was the other one I almost did. And in a, I... In... Sorry, go ahead. Okay, let's, let's just move on. <laughs> in a yeah. nutshell, he loves him for the character development. No, he's daddy. That's yeah, why. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, he's daddy. Uh, I I agree, though. Like, I when he took off his mask, that was the moment that yeah. I loved him. Because I was like, damn, that, that development... Um, oh my god um okay so the next one is and i'm curious to hear this one from everybody number five (laughs) favorite race um this is not race as in like the horse race this is race as in species (laughs) damn it i had the otter races (laughs) so it's favorite favorite like zelda like race or species um to which I hope none of us pick any any of the ones introduced in Skyward, but we'll see. Um, oh, I, I was going to pick the weird umbrella fish things. JK they are kind of cute, I'm not going to lie. I don't remember their names. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, mine is... Um, and I think this one... Like, I was very close between two. Um, but I think what solidified mine was their interpretation of Breath of the Wild. I love the Rito the Rito are so cool. I love that the concept of like bird avian species um in the Zelda universe. And there's so much history with like sky people in in Zelda. So Rito for me. Uh for me it is the Goron. Gorons are uh friggin' awesome. They're in Heck yeah, uh brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just love like the the way they talk to each other and the way they talk to Link, I just love like the the, the fact they eat rocks and like they have like the rock steaks and like the, just the 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 whole like the whole uh, Goron like this the, the vibe that they give off like they just seem super chill and awesome. I just love Gorons. <laughs> Mine are the Deku. Um, I've already expressed that I want one tattooed on me. Specifically, the guards in front of the Deku Palace. They are so freaking cute. But yeah, that's pretty much the only reason why I like them. They're cute. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, she loves the subtype that's the guards, but also the ones that um, they judge your mask in making your time. The longer ones, the mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they give me certain yeah. <laughs> Uh For me, it's the Zoran race, um, particularly from Majora's Mask because I'm a musician and they have a huge concert hall. And I love just fooling around with the speakers and. Um, yeah, I just it was so cool that they have their own music and you can do a jam session with them. It was unbelievable. Like they give us Oh, it's not oh I didn't even put that as my favorite thing. But anyways, you can, yeah, you can make your own song with them and uh I thought that was so cool. Yeah, that's all I'll say. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm agreeing with Mateo on this one. Gorons are awesome. And just like eating rocks, making bombs, and just the one shopkeeper that's just completely unimpressed by anything it's just there it's like yeah whatever um giant yeah too the yeah the murderous um, giant goron yeah the big or hey hey the gorons make the best swords and minish cap they give you the mirror shield and also you get the um just what they do like for instance like their attachment to darmani in uh in Majora's Mask, when they see you and they want to give you a big hug all the time, I'm down for that. Hugs Goron awesome. killed Darmani. No, 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 no. I mean, just like when they see Link at, running around and in the body, like, oh, it's so cold. Oh, hey, Darmani, what's up? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> just they forget all the. Do problems. like their. 
I do like their culture. Like their culture is so like 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 brotherhood you know, like, the, I, I was, sisterhood I, like family based. I love it. Yeah. I can't be the only one who is super traumatized by the nipples on the Gorons and Twilight Princess though. Those things are way more detailed than they needed to be. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to give a, a little shout out. I'd like to give a quick shout out to series. I'd like to give a shout out to the the last Goron, like or what we think is like the last Goron in Wind Waker. That guy's had a rough life. He he needs some. Uh, oh, he's stuck on stuck on an island. He can't swim. Uh, I just feel bad. Feel bad for the guy. Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Hold on. Um. So number six is. Um, our favorite mount. Again, this isn't a mountain. Please don't Damn say <laughs> the ice mountain. Uh, please don't say death mountain. Uh, please don't say snowhead. Favorite mount is in favorite um, favorite thing that Link rides throughout the game. Zelda. Oh the game. my! I guess I guess in one particular case, it doesn't necessarily have to be Link riding it. But um, anyway. I'm sounding, this sounds like a euphemism now. It's not. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite mount is the King Put of Red Lions. I love the King of Red Lions as a boat. And I think it's awesome, like going through the, the like great sea and like him talking to you and like navigating you. Once again, Jules, great minds think alike. I also pick King of Red Lions. I thought I was, once again, I thought I was being smart. I'm like, ah, Epona, Epona is cool. But like King of Red Lions is a friggin' boat, so <laughs> he's a talking boat. So King of Red Lions. My favorite mount is a loft wing. In real life, I'm absolutely terrified of giant birds, but it kind of lets me live out that you know fantasy of a world where I'm not terrified of giant birds and I can ride them through the sky. It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Oh my god, guys! I had the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the King of Red Lions. I mean, you don't suspect that that's usually a mount, right? Some old man. Sit in me, child. I thought I was like, oh, it's going to be cheeky with this one. No one's going to think of him as a mount. But wow, yeah. And I just like that when you get certain items, they take on a different form on him. Like when you get bombed, it's like a cannon. Or the grapple <laughs> is like a, uh, what you call it? <laughs> and it's like I a like, crane um, almost. A crane, yeah. And I like, um, I like the quick sail introduction. In, uh, in the Wii U version. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Onward. Gino, you got a smart-ass uh, pick? Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I think I do a bit of a bit of a smart-ass response. I was also going to say the King of Red Lions. <laughs> oh, my God. But that seems really, really lame. But... <laughs> It's a bit of a smart-ass response, what I'm going to say, because I was thinking about it as you guys were talking, and I'm like, I don't want to be normies like the rest of you. I'm going to say the frozen leaf from Twilight Princess, because that eventually <laughs> turns into shield surfing, <laughs> which is like a huge part of Breath of the Wild. You do your shield surfing and stuff, you go around, and you can get some like crazy distance and play around with the mechanics of that game in the sailcloth. Shield surfing starting at the silver the, at the frozen leaf. Bam. The frozen leaf. Wow. So much frozen boat. <laughs> it is both a smart ass and you a smart ass. You can't do a fat 360 on a boat. Yep. <laughs> you can't do that. And you get some big air on that thing. Damn. <laughs> you convinced him it's the best one in the whole franchise. Yep. 
even though it's like the sp the place where you can uh, do your shields or uh, your uh, your leaf uh, snowboarding is very limited. They eventually expanded upon that one little mini game and made it a whole brand new feature in a future Zelda game. So, yeah, fair enough. So the your favorite mount is the the frozen leaf. Yeah, sounds good. Honorable mention to Master Cycle Zero, which you can only get after you've done everything in the game, basically. Which is kind of at that point. Oh, it so, was Satori. Mountain God. Oh, Satori. Oh, yeah. Can you ride Satori? Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah, yeah. Just you can't. Oh. You, you have to go back to the mountain on that specific. Uh, at that specific time again to to get it. Oh, you, you always go back there. As, as you get off, it disappears. You gotta sneak up. Oh, on I didn't you. realize. Yeah. Or a moose. Hmm. Damn it! I could have said a yeah, moose. Yeah, moose. You could do the bears. <laughs> but you could ride the bears in Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kick you off pretty quick, but. Side on. Side on is technically. That's my favorite mount. A mount. <laughs> my what a guy that um, side on. So, um, next one number seven is, um, favorite sage or champion. I included champions there because they're just the modern sages. Um, and I I firmly believe I have one that nobody else will say for this one. Um. And I owe in part Age of Calamity to why I like this character so much, but my favorite sage slash champion is Taba, the the successor to Ravali. Hmm. Emo bird dad. I love him. He's just so mysterious. He's like he's like brooding mysterious dad bird. <laughs> um Mine is Darunia because, like I said, Gorons are my favorite race, and Darunia is the best Goron. So uh, I will leave it at that. Mine is Saria and Urbosa. Couldn't pick just one since you threw the champions in there. <laughs> Fair. Oh, well, mine is uh, mine Zelda. She's the last sage in Ocarina of Time. Ooh, technicalities. Yeah. Yeah. I also wrote Darunia because, for the same reasons, Gorons are awesome, and he has that those sweet, sweet dance moves. <laughs> Hot respect. Yep. Uh, number eight, we have favorite god or spirit. Um. So, for me, I'm I'm doing Valu from Wind Waker. Oh, that's what you meant by spirit. I thought you were talking about like the the things from Twilight where you collect the. Orb. Yeah, those would have kind of like those yeah, things are the game. Yeah, but even like the dragons from Skyward, like anything that's like a god or spirit character, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, but Baloo is mine. The uh, the big old dragon whose tail's stuck in the the volcano from Wind Waker. <laughs> um, for me, I was gonna say Baloo, but I don't, I don't want to keep. Uh taking uh taking the answers that you gave Jules, but uh I'll say the Great Deku Tree because uh shout out to my friend Andrew who couldn't beat the Great Deku Tree, thought it was the most difficult <laughs> level in video games. <laughs> but uh anyways, Great Deku Tree, uh he's a cool dude. He uh was Link like one of Link's only friends at the beginning of Ocarina of Time and uh as a, a four year old who played Ocarina of Time for the first time I was very sad when he died so and how uh, many spirits can you say? How many spirits can you say you've been inside of? 
Not many. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Well, we can say a lot of spirits. There's another there's one. There's the giant fish. <laughs> so oh, my true. favorite... <laughs> my favorite's the hero shade from Twilight Princess. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. Ooh. Yeah, I love the lore behind all that. Mine is Din, because I absolutely love the move Din's Fire, and I really wish they brought back spells like that. That's yeah. Cool. I'm going to have to you say... Know, that uh, was our cat po. Our oh. black cat po. He's meowing. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to say Nehru, just because um, of the two uh, sages in the... Uh, sorry, of, of the two uh, between Nehru and Din in the Oracle games, I felt that Nehru had a lot more characterization and was a lot more compelling than Din was. And yeah, I just thought that was cool. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Um, something in my Zelda shrine just fell. That's okay. It's just a little Link's Awakening thing. Just fell. It's okay. Um, favorite, number nine, favorite NPC slash townsperson. Um, so mine is Nico from Wind Waker, <laughs> a little pirate who plays games with you. I love him. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so my I have two. They're both from Wind Waker. They both made their first appearance in a Zelda game in Wind Waker. Beetle. Oh yes. And taught or taught. Tot's the dancing the dancing dude on Windfall Island that's in like oh, the yes. Elvis Presley yeah. Elvis Presley yeah. jumpsuit. <laughs> so he's like the grooviest dude in Zelda. So I I, I think I'm gonna pick Tot actually if I had to pick uh, one or the other. Respect. My favorite's Agatha from Twilight Princess. Um, I relate to her strongly. I used to dress exclusively in Lolita when I was in high school. So I looked just like her and I have the same passion for bugs. She's just, she's all around the best. Like, in fact, we have a framed butterfly and a beetle to put up in our new apartment. So. I'm a collector. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have. I guess... oh. Oh. oh, wait, Gino, now your turn. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard Adriano talking. <laughs> for me, it's like two point. Like, I love Cafe from Majora's Mask. Because he's got cool, he's a cool character design. He's got red eyes. And we never know what he looks like as a human. I would love to know. That would be cool. Um, and you can actually play as him. That's unbelievable. And especially in the randomizer, you can actually play as Cafe for the whole game. And it swaps your, instead of Cafe being in the game where it usually is, it's replaced with Link in the randomizer. Um, and my second favorite NPC would be Japaz from Majora's Mask. It's the, it's the bass playing uh, Zora player, and because you can do a jam session with him and make a song with him. But if you play that song in front of Evan, the band leader, um, as a Zora, he'll be pissed at you and say, "Why are you making songs behind our back?" Um, but if you play it as any other being, like a Goron, Deku, or a human, <laughs> he's gonna steal that song from you and pass it off as his own. Um, but there, there's some history of that, I think, like jazz history of why, because, sorry, I'm going on about this, but Evan, the band leader, he's named Evan after a jazz pianist, Bill Evans, from the 50s, and yeah. he wrote songs with Miles Davis, and Miles Davis used to <laughs> write his name on Bill Evans' songs. So he used to kind of like steal his songs and pass them oh, off. Oh, a little bit of history. I, I, think kinda, I think that's why that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's the question, though. Is Cafe an NPC when you play as him for a brief, like, 10 seconds? 
I was thinking that. I was like, you picked the one other character in Zelda that you can play as. <laughs> yeah. If you do that optional side quest. You can also play as Bradley and you control her. Technically, yeah, and Makar. Makar, yeah. And Makar, yeah. <laughs> and Statue. And, and Statue. Ragu. You can also play as Seagull <laughs> in Wind Waker. Yes, Seagull. Uh, yes. Definitely. Seagull number 843. Right. Okay, so for my choice... um. I kind of mentioned it before, the bean guy that, that sells you the magic beans and he's just like, oh, these things are worthless. Oh, these things are a little bit better. And he just slowly rips you off more and more and more to the point where like the magic beans are like worth more than life itself. I found that very funny. But there's also the sploosh kaboom guy on Windfall Island. <laughs> kaboom! Sploosh! The battle from the battleships mini game. Um, I really like that that whole thing. That entire section of Wind Waker makes or breaks your speed run, and I just thought it was really really funny um, playing through that the first time. And he has multiple personalities with the different picture frames around his face. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, my question bean guy is or Splish Bean Guy. It's is I've always wondered like what's Bean Guy eating? Is he eating the beans? Mm -hmm. Yep, he's eating the beans. <laughs> you must have the that farts. are all the rage. Yeah, the magic farts. The more you, eat, yeah, the, yeah, the magical fruit. <laughs> the more you eat, the more you toot. <laughs> the more you toot, the better um, you feel. So eat more beans with every meal. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Gino. Holiness aside. <laughs> um, okay, so next one is number ten. Favorite iteration of Princess Zelda. So, for those of you who may be casual Zelda listeners. While Ganon is almost always the same individual throughout the timeline of Zelda, um, Princess Zelda and Link are almost always new individuals. So we're looking for who is your favorite of, uh, who's your favorite version of Princess Zelda. My favorite version is Tetra. I like Tetra. Boiler. <laughs> I'm not. I don't care. This is a, We've been through this, what, Gino. Eighteen-year-old game. Yep. Uh, my favorite version of Zelda is Tetra. I thought it was, as a kid, I wasn't keen on picking up narrative um, narrative hints. And I thought that was the chic moment for me as a kid. <laughs> because cause for me, I never had the chic moment because I knew chic was Zelda because of Smash. Whereas Tetra was not the same. Tetra I also was a nice moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jules, Jules, Jules. Uh, Tetra was my pick as well for all the reasons that you just said. That was that blew my mind as a kid. So, my favorite Zelda is Breath of the Wild Zelda. I think she has the most character out of all the other Zeldas. She gets the most story. Um, I'm not saying that the others aren't equally as important to the story, but I don't know. We see more of her. I like her. She's cool. <laughs> My favorite Zelda, I think, like many others, is Smash Ultimate Zelda. Um, because she actually looks exactly like Sarah, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know, flattering. does that make me a simp? Or... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so does that, is, so then that's Link. What is that, Link to the Past? I guess Link Between Worlds. Yeah, somewhere. Link to the Past or Link Between Worlds. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even think of thinking about like using like the Smash art. <laughs> Just, okay. Um, I'm gonna have to say it's a tie for me between Ocarina of Time and uh, and Twilight Princess. I don't know, like Zelda's kind of like 
doing shady stuff in the background in um i guess in, in twilight, in twilight while Both she's, of them. she's also like scheming and trying to like like she she knows she can't trust zelda when she's a kid and she sends a small child who is also her age on a dangerous quest that could potentially murder uh, that could potentially kill him just to prove her her idea was was right so i i thought that was like you know sticking to your guns and kind of like putting the entire fate of your 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 country in the in two small hands of a child so yeah yeah it's fair valid okay so then question 11 is which is your favorite iteration of link um for this one my favorite is the hero of twilight i do like the twilight princess version um i think he's the most selfless of all of the the um the links because it doesn't feel like he's doing this for any other reason other than to just save people that were close to him like he's literally like oh these kids got kidnapped i'm gonna go rescue them also he's a cowboy and probably has a southern accent and you get to see him sumo wrestle (laughs) um for me as a kid i was like what link without a shirt on is this allowed yes (laughs) um my favorite version of link is the hero of time he's like hero times the most classic version of link and he is no pun intended he's the the most timeless that's the best design i think links ever had in the game is -hmm. the hero of time um so this is the one question I refuse to answer. It's like asking a mother what her favorite child is. I already told y'all that my favorite character was Link, and I meant Link, all of them, all inclusive. I love my mans. I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did grade eight Sarah draw more of? Skyward Sword Link. Okay, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> uh, I have to agree with Mateo. My favorite Link is from Ocarina of Time, the Hero of Time. Um, why? Because you play, we play as him as a kid and adult, and it's just, and you know, you can also play do that in Smash too. Young Link, and I thought it was really cool. That Young Link was in Smash, and yeah, he looks the coolest. And even the developers' wives did agree that he's hot. So <laughs> they I, think, I, I think Nintendo, like, they won't say it, but I'm pretty sure they designed Adult Link from Ocarina of Time. The, Miyamoto's like, we based his design from like a Hollywood celebrity at the time and everyone says who. it's Leonardo DiCaprio. So. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically from Titanic. And Gandalf yeah. is based off um the main dude in Highlander. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 you look at his is not not his not his artwork, but if you look at his model, it looks exactly like um mm-hmm. I don't know, he's got like a huge forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> See, I was gonna. Um, I can understand why Adriano would pick Ocarina of Time Link, literally because he was playing as Ocarina of Time Link as a child, and he's still playing Ocarina of Time Link as an adult. He's been playing that game for the past twenty years. Yeah. My favorite Link has to be Breath of the, Lo- the Wild, though. I most expressive. You get to customize the entire outfit to be whatever you want, plus all the different tints and shades that you can get uh, to make Link basically. So not only can you get the right yeah. look that you want, you can also get the right colors and everything. So that's 
that's a that's a big reason why I like Breath of the Wild like the most. And he also has I, a story reason for being quiet. I didn't find that out, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh I just have one problem with Breath of the Wild Link, and it is actually the tunic of the wilds. I think that is by far the worst design Link has ever had. That's like Zelda Morning. I yeah. Well, if you guys listen to the Hub World's uh, essential, five essential NES games, you will get my views on Zelda 1. So. <laughs> well, it looks really good dyed. Yeah. Can you dye it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I got my name blue. It's awesome. You can dye the Tunic of the Wilds? Yeah. What? Try it. Are you joking? I'm not Is this a joke? It's on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. This changes everything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so we're on number 12 now. So this one will require a little bit of an explanation, but I don't think it'll require any more explanation than what we've already kind of been doing. Yeah. But this one is your your favorite dungeon item and explain. Um, so this one, I couldn't really think, but... The puzzles I like the best across the series, um, which connect to this dungeon item specifically, is the Mirror Shield. Mm -hmm. I really like the Mirror Shield in Ocarina, Wind Waker, and Majora's Mask. Um, so I'm going to say... And I do like the look of it, because like, you spend most of the game with the same shield, and you get kind of sick of it. And then when you get that that shiny new shield by the end of the game, you're like, oh. So, Mirror Shield for also me. Also can't get eaten. Can it? Oh yeah, true. I didn't think about that. So, for me, uh, Twilight Princess was like the first Zelda game that, like, kind of like you have this the bombs, you have the the boomerang, the bow, like the classic Zelda items. Twilight Princess was the first Zelda game. Yes, it had those items, but it it brought new items into the Zelda series that we haven't seen since. We probably never will see again. But they were really uh creative and for me it's the spinner the spinner i think might be one of the items no i love the spinner i know really likes that i love the spinner and you know what like i know it's completely useless after the the arbiter's ground and so is like the dominion rod and stuff like that was a problem twilight had but you can use those in your world i know but like there, there was no other use for it like in any other dungeon, really. But, like, the spinner is friggin' cool. Like, Link has his own, like, Beyblade he rides around, and, like, <laughs> you can attack. It, you can attack with it. And I just found, like, the the, 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 that, the creativity of the, the spinner is just, like, something that I don't think that... They, they won't do it again because, like, it was so negatively received. So, but I uh, really enjoyed it. Bro, yes, that's also my favorite. I put the spinner down too. There's nothing more yeah. fun than that item. I love that item. This is kind of a spoiler for the rest of my, a uh, couple more of my answers, but that dungeon, that item, that boss, oh my God, that just brings me so much joy. It's so much fun. It's so different. It's kind of stupid and that's why I love it. Yep. I was going to write spinner down as a joke and it's so funny to hear you guys like it, but that's okay. I'm not judging. <laughs> And you say Twilight is one of your favorite games, Jules? No, the thing is, I I like closet likes the spinner. Like I like it, but I always was ashamed because I was like, no, everybody thinks it's a joke. But I feel validated. It's a no shame zone. Okay? Everybody, I don't know this. <laughs> I love that item. 
my favorite is mirror shield also <laughs> damn um yeah i love that you use it against the boss and i love what like what, what it looks like when you fight uh twin rovo with it. it's like you know reflecting the attacks like that um and yeah i think it looks really cool i like the original <laughs> better than the second version for ocarina of time um and i i actually really hate the design of the majora's mask one um nope. They used a different one. In fact, I I always wanted to look up mods of how to like change it to look like the Ocarina of Time one. Um, and I I like how you receive it too. It's like um, a gift from the goddess. Like on one hand you have the silver gauntlets, and the other hand you have um, the mirror shield. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, same in Wind Waker too. It's like the way you receive it is like something holy and sacred. Yeah, and it looks really freaking cool. And also in A Link to the Past, I feel like the golden shield that you get kind of looks like a mirror shield too. Or it is actually it- is the mirror shield. Yeah, that that's cool. It, it, it I like is. That. I like that golden hue. Yeah. So can I go on a bit of a story for my favorite one? Absolutely. That's why See, the and explain was included. Yes. So I might go a little bit further though. That's why I'm just asking. Go. Okay. Go for it. You know. Okay, I have consent. Anyway, <laughs> that that did not come out right. <laughs> anyway, so um, in the time between Ocarina of Time and um, and I want to say Twilight Princess because the game in between was really just okay. a, it was a sequel. It wasn't a main. St- it was a it wasn't a main game. Let's be honest. Anyway, um, Adriano and I were really really good friends as we still are. And we would draw these little pieces of paper and they were kind of like mini 2D Zelda dungeons and stuff. And we were kind of like flexing our creative juices and stuff. And we were like planning this whole like fan game and stuff when we were in like grade six and seven. And I (laughs) distinctly remember drawing what looked like a hookshot, but it had a little grabby claw from one of those like um, from one of those crane games at the end of it. And this was like a good three, four years before Twilight came out. And I went to my local um, Canada, the original Canadian version of Target was called Zeller. So I went there and there was a Nintendo rep and I happened to have my drawings with me and I showed this Nintendo rep. And and basically like elementary school Gino was convinced that when Twilight Princess came out and the claw shot was in that game, they stole my idea and told Mr. Miyamoto. You know, like a random. That's Nintendo exactly what happened. That did happen. Yeah. Fly over to Japan. And say, I need I... to stop the presses. Stop this dumb hookshot thing. We got a better one. It's called a claw shot, and I stole it from a child. That was now, my here's head the head. thing. I I've known you for a long time, Gino. I've heard this story many a time, and there was a time where I totally believed it. But now, having worked as a Nintendo rep, I can tell you right now, they don't give a crap what we say. Not saying that in a negative way. Not crap on our employers but i'm saying we represent them as a brand we're not giving ideas miyamoto ain't listening to some random in canada maybe back maybe back (laughs) in the day that was the idea that made nintendo adopt that policy yeah like we can't let this happen again we can't be bested by a child yep (laughs) it's still i'll tell you a funny funny story i'm not done yet so my so i had you had the single claw shot whatever and then like playing through the rest of twilight princess and then you get two that <laughs> blew my mind double claw shots <laughs> you get two. yeah that's pretty cool it is pretty cool i like that concept yeah anyway um, that's mine okay um good answers so we are on number 13 
Favorite thing to keep in an empty bottle? Um, I'm going to go with Granny Soup from Wind Waker. There's Grandma nothing like Granny bad. Soup. You can drink it twice. The, before you get hit, it doubles your attack. Um, and when you're playing in hero mode, it's so much more efficient than a fairy because I just fought Wind Waker Ganondorf last night and the berry wouldn't do it. He did too much damage. I had two fairies. I still lost. I had to go get some soup. But Granny, this is the one thing. It's a, it's she's rigged or not rigged. She's she's a hypocrite or I don't not a hypocrite. What? But she's a fraud. That's the word I'm looking for. She <laughs> says take as much soup as you want as long as you have an empty bottle. She won't give you more than one bottle of soup. You can't just stock up on four soups. <laughs> <laughs> that, this that is like the opposite is, of what Nonas yeah, do. That's what I was gonna say. This isn't a real Nona. A real Nona would send me home with four fucking. Uh, empty bottles of soup. Give me was more. Game, was that the game? Should give you the bot. I'd give you twenty dollars. Was was that the game? Yeah. Wii U version you were playing. I was playing the Wii U version. I wonder I if played they, on Hero Mode. I wonder if they yeah. Changed. I think maybe they did because I I could have sworn I could get more than one before. Oh, I thought so too. But yeah, so that was uh, I love Granny Soup. Grandma, grandma so, soup. That's a good one. This may this may come from a shock, but actually my answer is something that comes from Majora's Mask. Um, oh. um so I do not like the Deku Princess in <laughs> oh, damn. Majora's Mask. I'm not a fan of the character. And the fact that you can just store it in a bottle and just close the lid on the bottle, it uh, feels right. So I'm gonna pick the Deku Princess. With the deck. Wow. Oh, and you yeah. can never let her out. Just a captive. <laughs> Your favorite item is out of spite. <laughs> yep. Get <laughs> the Deku Princess in the bottle, shut off the game, never start that save file again. Yep. <laughs> Keep her concealed. I actually My think that's where I ended the game on Majora's 3D. I actually don't think I beat the, I can progress beyond that point. <laughs> let my girl go! <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's really funny. My favorite's also Granny Soup for different reasons. I think Granny is just really adorable. <laughs> I think it's adorable that Granny makes you this soup and it's like one of the most badass items that you can have. And I don't know. <laughs> well, mine's also from a Joyce mask. Mine is Chateau Romani. Oh, who would not want three days of infinite magic? Imagine light arrows doesn't use up any magic. You just shoot them normally. When a KO, 50 rupees each time. It's a dream in a randomizer. Yeah. Yeah, Shatter Money. That's a good one. See, I have two. I have two things, the favorite thing to keep in the bottle. One is nothing. Because you can still keep aimlessly swinging, and you can use your bottle to defeat Ganon. It's true. Just having air in the bottle allows you to swing the bottle and hit Ganon's tennis ball back at him. And you I'm can technically that. use that to fight the boss. Second <laughs> of all comes from a link to the past. You can put a bee in a bottle and just release havoc. It's basically a mini cuckoo. That's true. It flies around cool. and it attacks enemies. You can put a bee in a bottle. I like that. It attacks bosses too. Yeah. And you can just have a pet bee. Yeah. <laughs> and you, put a gold, you know what? Scratch that. Golden bee. Yeah, the bee. original, the original Pokemon. <laughs> yep, the bee. Catching <laughs> bees in bottles. Um, okay, so uh, next one is um, favorite mask 
from Majora's Mask. Um, now, I don't know if we want to put... A, let's not put a limitation on this one. Anyone's okay. I'm going to say Camaro's Mask just because it's weird. And I know how to do that dance. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. I am... I'm going to say Bunnyhood because not only does it make Link run faster, but it lets me get through the game faster. My favorite is the Donkey Kong mask. Because she loves frogs. I love frogs. <laughs> That's a good um, one. My favorite is the Keton mask, as many of you know. I own one. Um, and I just love how, I don't know if it's because of the expansion pack, but in the game, it gives off a golden sheen. I always thought that was pretty cool. And once again, in grade six, my OCs had that mask. It was pretty cool. And it, it does kind of look like Pikachu. And in fact, when you wear it and show it to Princess Zelda on Queen of Time, she asks, oh, isn't that that pocket monster? Uh, which leads to my number 24th question, but we'll get there. That we'll, we're not even <laughs> at, like, we're at 15. We're not even at 15, bro. <laughs> anyway. Um, for me, I like the stone mask just because... After like when you're playing the when you're like when you're playing Legend of Zelda, you just don't want to be bothered by enemies sometimes. Like, look, I got my full hearts, I got my I got my magic, I got my items. I don't want to waste it fighting a bomb true. I don't want to waste it. Just throw on the stone mask and run past all that shit. Um, it's very helpful. Honestly, I actually went to go grab the stone mask before I was supposed to. Like well, I say supposed to. And I just used that to just sneak past all the the guards in the uh, the pirate fortress because I just could not be bothered with the stealth. The stealth. Oh, man, I didn't I didn't know that existed in the game, and I did it without it. In the pirate fortress, you... I was hey, like, hey, that's oh, that's is... the way that I'm sure that the the developers intended you to do that. And just well, the especially way that in the 3D version, they put the guy right in there. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed <laughs> to be just... like off to the side somewhere else and kind of like alone in the Icana area that you wouldn't mm. normally go to. Until yeah. later on. Yeah, I just say as an aside to this, um, because I recently was playing through Majora's Mask, and I've only played it a handful of times, but the circus leader's mask or the circuit troop leader's mask is so useless. You can uh, the only thing it does for you is it it makes it so that when you're you're going from Romani's ranch, you, um, you can bypass that, like the the what are they called the the gorman the brothers. brothers the gorman brothers won't attack you if they see you wearing it but you can only get it after you've already completed that quest <laughs> it, it has a use in the 3ds version does it yeah it gets you an extra bottle oh okay so there you go so they added something wait there how? you go um when you wear it in front of the gorman brothers um i think after you talk to uh, Gorman, who's like having a hangover in the inn, um, they give you like this bottle full of um, herbs that's supposed to cure hangover. You give it to him and you keep the bottle. Oh, yeah. There you go. I was like, is this in the original? I don't think so. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, now I know it's not as useless as I thought. <laughs> I can keep more air or bees. <laughs> uh, okay, so next one is is going to be uh uh. Uh, like a a discussion one. So, favorite dungeon, and explain why. Um, now I already know I have the same one as other people. Um, but my favorite has been and likely always will be Arbiter's Grounds from Twilight Princess, the old like 
Gerudo prison where mm-hmm. they at the top of it holds the mirror of twilight where they tried to execute Ganondorf and the whole just like the concept of the temple is very similar to the forest temple which was one of my favorite from Ocarina of Time in terms of like collecting pose but then goes into this like crazy cool just like sand temple and just like I've always liked the sand temples like I love stone tower temple I love spirit temple and Arbiter's Ground is just the coolest one I just it's so awesome so that's mine Mateo you gotta take it away um, I was gonna also say Arbiter's Ground but uh, I will not say it just for the, the fact that I want to say something else I'm gonna pick the sand ship from Skyward Sword Another uh, sand one. That's good. Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, the sand ship, I think, once again, like, I'm a sucker for, like, something new in a Zelda game. And I just found, like, the setting is just so unique. And I love the, well, it's going to be a spoiler for another question later on. But uh, some a specific element of the, the dungeon that I really, really, really like. And... Um, but like even the this just the the level design too like I just really liked the um uh the puzzles in that dungeon and I just I uh, I can't wait to replay it once uh uh Skyward Sword HD comes out because I'm I, I feel like I remember it more fondly than it and and now but it might not actually be good so uh <laughs> but uh, I'm willing to uh, willing to vouch for it right now we'll see. Yeah, the sand ship is the really boss, cool. The boss sucks, though. I'm not a fan I of the boss. The boss really looks sucks. like Mike Wazowski's yeah. girlfriend. I was just yeah, <laughs> yeah. The bosses in Skyward Sword are awful. I'm gonna say it. I hate them all, but I ain't trying to be different. My favorite dungeon is also Arbiter's Grounds. I love Arbiter's Grounds so much, and I'm typically not really a fan of like desert scapes in video games. But this one really surprised me. It's so entertaining to play through. It's one of the only dungeons that I don't kind of feel like. Uh, this again, because I've already played through all the Zelda games multiple times. And I'm like, oh my god, yes, I'm so excited to get to Arbiter's Grounds. It's so much fun. I get the spinner. <laughs> I get to fight Stalor. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's great. And the drama, it's wonderful. Leads to a really cool cutscene after solid, solid dungeon. Yeah, my favorite is Spirit Temple, because I love that you play it as both child and adult. And uh, Yes. Yeah, and it, it contains my favorite dungeon item. Um... And I like the I like the song that you get for it. I can spirit. Um, I hate the desert colossus. I hate the levers so much. Um, but yeah, spirit. I love the music most of all. It just fills me with strength, and I just feel like meditating to it. It's such a an interesting piece. Um, yeah, and just the design of it is pretty amazing. There's so much in there. Um, and I, there's so many chests in there. It is, it's just a, oh man, it, it's a dream for for randomizers again. <laughs> so many. And, and I didn't know this until I played the randomizer that there's two, um, there's two invisible chests on both times that you go up to. Um, there's two invisible chests. I didn't know about that from before. Man, that temple is like one of my favorites, but playing it in Master Quest is such a drag it's so bad in master quest it's such a maze but i love spirit temple (laughs) a lot of a lot of like 
a lot of sand love here. I don't think Anakin would like us very much if you're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> right, like... Come on, Gene, it'll fly for five sand. Yeah, yeah all the sand. Um, I'm actually going to have to say Stone Tower. I There you go, sand. Like... We got it. Yeah, well, it's not really sand. It's more like rock. Yeah. It's ground. It's it's the it's the ground type dungeon. Let's go with that. Uh, I really like the stone tower just because the whole like the whole idea with it like really is you get um, you can flip the whole thing upside down and then it becomes a dungeon in the sky. Oh yeah. And it's you basically have to go through everything all over again. So not only do you have to remember where like all the rooms and everything are, but you have to also do it instead of reverse you have to do it upside down which is really interesting and it, it, it changes how the room and the boss is in the upside down version of it also which is really cool but yeah i thought it was just a really neat take on the dungeon and really it's the only good one in majora's mask like yeah. all the dungeons are like like in my opinion like the majora's mask dungeons are all in like the bottom half bottom third except for stone tower it's one of the best yeah, I agree with that, and I really like how the music changes too. Like it's oh yeah, like it's it's a lot of a lot of really little subtle things that kind of like affect it, and like even the enemies that flip upside down when you shoot them with yeah. the light arrows and stuff too. Like little like it's just ah uh, good stuff, and the boss fight in that dungeon too, the um, the twin mold really cool with like where you get the giant mask and you swing around and stuff. It's 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 good. Yeah. I like that one. Let's yeah, go with Stone it... Tower because it's good. Is um is the place where you fight the Garden Master the same room as the boss room, just flipped? Because there's that hole in that room in the sky. I wonder if that's the same room. It probably mm. is. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. Um. Okay. So next one, keeping on like the topic of environments, is our favorite overworld. Um. Mine is, and I know this might sound like a bit of a cop out, but. I'm going to say it anyway, is Breath of the Wild. It's the biggest. There's tons to do. I love the overworld. I love how connected it is. I like how you can interact with it in ways you never thought of manageable. And that's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the whole, the whole game is like an overworld. So, <laughs> But um, I, would, uh, like, I, I think that's a logical choice. But like, if I'm not going to pick the Breath of the Wild game world... I would pick the uh, Hyrule Field from Twilight Princess just because I love the uh, Hyrule Field uh, song from or the theme from Twilight Princess. I think it's like the most one of the most epic tracks in all of Zelda, and um, I like the horseback uh, battles that you do there. So I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I don't know how specific we're getting because I just wrote Ocarina of Time for this one. But if we're getting down to specifics, my favorite would be the Lost Woods area. Um, Just for the nostalgic value, I remember I picked up Zelda for the first time when I was four years old and I could not do anything for myself. And I wandered around the Lost Woods forever. So it just has so much nostalgic value for me. I I got so much pleasure out of just walking around. (laughs) Honestly. Oh, same. Like, I, I didn't pick... Like, I played Zelda, but I, I just could not. I could not. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, I got my neighbors to be it for me, because as soon as I encountered a redead, I never picked up that game again until I was a teenager. <laughs> to talk to them. <laughs> Tell me about it. But, but bottom of the well. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you have the dead hands. But one thing I do remember doing is wandering around um, the Lost Woods and playing the Ocarina song. And in fact, I kind of use... Uh, that little exercise when I teach piano, you know, follow along. Like, I'm going to play this note, they're going to add another note, they're going to add another note, and then see if they can play it back. It's actually a pretty good music exercise. 
All right, and that, that, that brings it to me. Um, my favorite overworld is Termina, um, because I don't know, I always get a sense, like, there's so much culture in that world. Like, it's just, like, the designs, the patterns, the, the color. Like, for example, Astral Observatory, all that color and what's going on there. I can't imagine seeing that in Ocarina of Time. And when you go to Clock Town, for example, like, on the walls, it's almost as if it's tattooed um, with those, those designs and patterns. And I love how, I, yeah, well, that brings me to the next question. But, but yeah, I just love how there's culture um, and even with every race that's there, too. Yeah, pretty interesting to me. Yeah, I have to agree with Giuliano on this one because it's not a cop-out. Breath of the Wild's uh, Hyrule Field is, is the best one. There's so much stuff to do. Just the way, exactly what Jules said, you, the way you interact with the world, the way you overcome pro uh, problems. And it's also just, unlimited wallpaper fuel so if you have yeah. <laughs> yeah you just like look around you take a screenshot and you can set that as like your desktop unlimited wallpaper or something fuel. right like it's just there's so much cool stuff to do there's so much cool stuff to see and just like like bringing like i hate to bring up the pandemic in the middle of this right but like being able to explore outside in a mm. video game while inside like yeah. while yeah exactly while inside is best done in breath of the wild True. And all the Easter yeah. eggs, like all the names of things from previous games. I thought that was Yeah, cool. and even yeah. just like the landmarks and the stuff. Layouts. Like for instance, the mountain that's split in half is the one that was drawn on like the insert manual for Zelda One. And they actually made it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. seeing the ruins of uh what seems to be Lon Lon Ranch and the old Hyrule town that was apparently the one from Twilight, like and just like the um the Mount like Satori's kind of little grove, like where like they they the tribute to Satoru Iwata at the top of that mountain where the the spirit rests underneath the cherry tree and everything there. It's it's beautiful. It's great. Breath of the Wild definitely like amazing. Like the world itself is its own character. It's it's great. Okay, so yeah. um, I'm just gonna so we're at 17 now, so we're about halfway through. Um, so, in sake of time, I'm going to say let's um, shave down um, discussion points to just the main ones um, mm -hmm. and just kind of power through the next few. So, mm -hmm. um, next one is number 17, favorite town. I have written down Clock Town um, for many of the reasons that Adriano has already shared. Uh, I picked uh, Windfall Island from Wind Waker. Ooh. Nice. I, I also have Clock Town. I have Clock Town as well for the same reasons. Uh, I have Terry Town because you build it. I love Terry Town. Very good one. I love Terry Town. Okay, number eighteen. Um, favorite mini boss. Um, I have written down here to keep with our Twilight Princess theme the death sword which is the creepy poe in arbiter's grounds with yes. the massive sword yes yes so um just going back to my point where i said sandship was my favorite dungeon in zelda uh the reason why i like that dungeon so much is because of its mini boss servo the pirate dude that you fight on the bridge <laughs> and i just thought that was super epic so uh, servo was my pick mine is the deku toad follow me at deku toad on tiktok and um, mine's the <laughs> Garo Master, but I liked him more. Oh, wait a second, he always looked the same, didn't he? Or did yeah, he look he did. Mask? yeah, they only changed the mask. The mask, yeah. 
Yeah, the girl master for Adriano. <laughs> and uh, for me, I picked Wart because it is a 2D Zelda boss that transitioned into 3D Zelda as the mini boss in Great Bay. Oh, the only good thing about that dungeon. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jordan has dungeon. Out of respect, you know, nice. Yep. What do you have against Majora's Mask? What everything. Oh, everything. <laughs> Don't get okay. me started. Um, now, this one might have a little bit of a discussion point, but um, a favorite boss, and I wrote and explained why, so if you'd like to share a bit, again, I assume that I'm going to be sharing this with a lot of people, minus Stalord from Arbiter's Grounds. I'm actually not going to explain why, because I'm sure somebody else will explain why, so... No, explain uh, yeah, it. That. <laughs> Design uh, is a big one. He's just cool. He's cool. Yeah, I picked Stallard also. I just think the this the scale, like the scope of that fight is unreal. Like you like fighting him in the pit and then you going then you have to like use your spinner on the wall and bounce from wall to wall. I just think it's just so epic. Yes, I'm living for the Stallord love. Stallord is supreme. There's many phases of him too. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I like Argorok, Twilight Princess, the uh, the armored uh, dragon. Uh, it's cool. You take it to the sky and use those four pillars to get around. Yeah, this is a really cool fight. Hmm. I. I'm surprised I'm going to be the only one to say this. Easily the best boss in Wind Waker, Mulgara. The music, the ambiance of that fight. Ah, uh, it was <laughs> that. That's like the Mulgara. The Mulgara song uh, was my ringtone on my cell phone throughout the, all of high school. Wow. And um, there was a really nice marimba cover of it on YouTube that I watched. Um, maybe maybe we'll link to it here, but. I I really love the song of that fight. That boss is just epic. Sand is falling from the sky. There's this giant whale eel sideways mouth monster with an eye for a tongue. It's just silly, but the the music and just like the hype that 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 game that boss garnered, like it, it was it was great. I love that boss, Mulgara. And now isn't Mulgara do, 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 just Volvega? But in a different different Okay, um well, that one actually went quicker than I thought. But okay, um number eighteen oh no, that was number nineteen, so we're actually yeah. on number twenty. So number twenty, favorite mini game. Now you can interpret this however you want. I wrote down hide and seek from Majora's Mask and Wind Waker when you're trying to find the kids. Oh, I enjoy the hide and seek. I, Jules, awful. I don't know how you could enjoy that. That was awful. It's painful <laughs> stuff. To you can shoot them. Damn what? You can shoot them. <laughs> shooting kids. Yeah, you can shoot them. Bomb <laughs> them. You can blow them up. You can spit at them with the Deku bubble, <laughs> and it stops them. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. Is just uh, hunting Spitting down on children. kids. That would stop me too if somebody started shooting at me. I'd be like... <laughs> so, I just. Uh... I'm looking at my pick, and I just realized like how ironic what I just said was. But or what I'm about to say is going to be, but uh, Bomchu Bowling I think is uh, my favorite mini game. Uh, I don't, I don't, I I succeed at it, and uh, I just I guess I don't suck at it. So that's probably why it's my favorite. 
My favorite mini game is the cat hunt in Twilight Princess. Oh God, where I forgot about that. Spaghetti Western music and you talk to a bunch of cats. I love that oh, so that's much. Good. That's solid. I forgot about cat hunts. That's yes. that's a good one. <laughs> My favorite is a slingshot shooting gallery um, because I become a pro at it. <laughs> I know every single where every they all are, and I love how like when the rupees. Um, they explode. It's like little tiny rupee shards. They look like little rupees. Um, yeah, and I always like, even if I miss one or two, I love that you can just redo it for free. Yeah. Oh, but I also I, I, love the uh, the uh, the treasure chest game where um, in yeah. also in time where you need the lens of truth. I really love the the wallpaper in each room. There is really cool. I would love if my own house could look like. My favorite is the sploosh kaboom, just because it's <laughs> it's basic it's battleship and battleship is fun and the, the funny noises and the shopkeeper is just very enjoyable. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Um number twenty-two. Favorite oh no, sorry, twenty-one. I'm getting all my numbers mixed up. Number twenty-one. <laughs> favorite side quest. Now, my favorite side quest, there's so many, so I couldn't remember all of them, but the one that sticks out for me is Terrytown from Breath of the Wild, for the reasons Gino said before. Making a town is cool. Yeah, I picked Terrytown as well. I just love the fact that, like, you, and you also, like, you bring all these different people from all around the big, like, the vast world of Breath of the Wild together. It's just, I, I think that is, it's... Then the, when the the opening or like the dedication of the town is also like one of my favorite moments in any Zelda game. Yeah, I also picked Terrytown for my favorite. I had a really hard time adjusting to Breath of the Wild because I had such high expectations based off of my nostalgia for the previous Zelda games, and Terrytown was like the one thing that really stood out to me as something that was like classically Zelda. Um, I've since moved on from my criticisms of Breath of the Wild after I played it multiple times and just appreciated it for what it was. But Terrytown still, I love that. Uh, my favorite side quest, if you can call it side quest, is uh, Behind the Waterfall in Majora's Mask. Uh, With the otters? Hmm? With the otters? No, 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 no. Um, so the waterfall shrine in Ikena, I should be more specific. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they fight all the mini bosses in a gauntlet and get heart containers pieces i should say um but one thing i do hate about that is that i gotta fight the freaking riz rogue like five times in that game but yeah yeah and i think i'm going to course correct here and also say Terrytown. uh just to <laughs> add on to what mateo was saying you get to you get to bring in all of these uh fancy and wacky characters and the one thing that unifies them is that their name contains the word sun and uh what was the the builder the building code for oh gosh the, the the building code where like they can only invite people that have the word sun in their name i thought that was really funny and i after i finished the cherry town quest that became my home base for pretty much everything in uh breath of the wild thoroughly Best place to buy well. arrows too yeah and the helene shield yep and all of the items that you would have probably thrown out and only get one of. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, it, like, um, if you got rid of your your clothes and stuff from the beginning of the game, or or there was like a, there was a unique one of item 
like the the sweater and stuff like that, you can buy it back from the the, the Sheikah merchant there. Huh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now we're on number twenty-two. I think I got this one right. Twenty-two. Yep. Favorite Zelda amiibo. Um, for whatever reason, you could say for functionality or for design, whatever you want. Um, I'm do I'm doing mine based off design, and uh, I gotta say, I think my favorite one to look at is the Young Link amiibo from Smash Bros. Jules, that uh, is Young Link from Ocarina of Time, not Majora's Mask. Yes, I'd he's like to in my point Ocarina that out right now. Yes, yes. He's in my Ocarina so, of Time. Uh, there's a <laughs> very Majora's important Mask. detail also. Yes. Uh, uh, so uh, my favorite is... Uh, oh, geez. Uh, I, I think my favorite is Twilight Princess Link. That's my favorite pose, I think, like on like all like the different like renders of Link that Nintendo's released throughout the years. That's my favorite pose Link has been in. And I just, like, Gino and I were hyping Twilight Princess up so much, like, and uh, back in, like, 2005, 2006. <laughs> and um, it just, that image of Link was one of the only images we had to look at for a really long time. And they made that into an amiibo. I have, like, the Twilight Princess uh, Link Figma, and I have... Like I put him into that position as well. I just, I just think it's really cool. So, and the detail on it is amazing. Just like the Zelda, all the Zelda amiibos for the most part, uh, the detail on them is fantastic. They're among, like, they're all like some of the best looking ones. Yeah, my favorite is the Wolf Link amiibo. But this Skyward Sword Zelda one might be replacing that. I don't know. She's super cute. My favorite one is. Uh... I guess it's the Young Link one, but it's, I, I thought it was Majora's Mask is holding the Goron mask. Um, yeah, that's the Majora's Mask one. Yeah, yeah. And I also like the Ocarina of Time one where he's holding the Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. I personally like the Guardian Amiibo the most because it's actually posable. And every now and then what I'll do is I'll go into Mateo's Amiibo shrine and I'll actually have... Well, because he has the guardian lying like on the actual amiibo base, but what I'll do is I'll like use the wires and the legs to like prop it up and make it stand every now and then. He hasn't checked in a while, so maybe he'll he'll see that the next time he looks over there. <laughs> yeah, mine is standing. Mine's always standing. It definitely is not standing. I was just looking at it, so don't try I to trick you me. Caught... Okay, you, well you never know. You might have to go check later. But yeah, the um, guardian amiibo okay. is definitely a good one. Okay, now here's and a fun it one. It doesn't have a quality of life feature hidden behind a twenty-five dollar paywall. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna. That could be a whole nother topic. I'm not gonna get into why just, that I'm... is a mute point. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> um, this one will probably be fun. But your favorite piece of Zelda merchandise that you own? Um, does this have to be this official hard. merchandise? I'm like literally no, like whatever you have. I'm looking at all my stuff, and I'm just like Ugh. the collection. My mine's got to be at the end of the day has has to be my replica of the Majora's Mask. It's just so well made that every time I've ever moved homes since I've owned it, I've had like a heart attack that something's gonna happen to it. It's like the one thing that I I take separately, like on my own, and I'm just like. 
this can never can never be broken like i love that thing and it's so creepy and eerie like sitting on my wall awesome um so i actually have two one is in my house and one isn't in my house uh because this, i'll go with the one that isn't in my house uh for my birthday one year some of my other friends that are not on this podcast right now got me a fan made like banner or scroll and it's got like i think it was the for the it was i think that came out in the 25th anniversary of zelda it's not officially licensed by nintendo or anything but like yeah. um uh it has all the characters some games from like zelda one i think my i don't think skyward swords on there but so Sky, zelda one the spirit tracks are on there i think and skyward uh, sword uh, fies on it it was when they oh, released fies um uh artwork but we hadn't gotten any other details yeah so uh it's super friggin long and our ceilings aren't tall enough to accommodate it so uh when juliana moved to his uh, new place i said you can indefinitely borrow this scroll and uh when i come by i get to look at it so <laughs> it's a win-win it. it's a win-win for us but uh the uh nostalgic pick for me is my uh ocarina from uh, i think i bought it e at uh, eb games like three years ago they released it uh as a kid i always wanted my own ocarina like i just remember reading the advertisements in the nintendo power magazine and of like dang i want one but i could never like i i was stupid i didn't know how to get it like i didn't didn't think about like asking my parents to buy it for me or whatever but uh now the fact that i'm older i can buy my the things that i want and uh saw it there <laughs> at eb games i'm like buying it right now so uh yeah it's something i've always wanted it's a bucket list thing for me so my ocarina is my my uh my nostalgic one that's so awesome yeah i also have two so my first would be my twilight princess gamecube i got it for christmas in 2006 or 2007 i love that thing it's beautiful <laughs> i always have it somewhere where i can see it and my second i don't know if this counts but my very first cosplay, completely handmade, was Malon. Uh, I was like 12 years old when I made it, and it's really special to me. And I don't know, it's just a cute little nostalgic thing that I have. My favorite merch is um, I actually bought a handmade keton mask. And uh, yeah, just like, my, just like Giuliano, uh, I'm scared when I move because my parents moved everything from the house. I hope it's still somewhere, really. <laughs> Yeah, ketone mask. Yeah. Are you too sure that there isn't something else that you have that isn't your favorite piece of merch? My engagement ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys both forgot about that. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about what I'm gonna say, and then both of you missed that opportunity. I'm just like, what? Oh, I didn't even think of it until you said that. Oh my god, no! I have the most beautiful engagement wow. in the world. I know. I'm unappreciative. <laughs> wow. So beautiful. It looks wow. like, you know, your basic engagement ring from the top. You know, I'm flexing a little bit. Some uh, beautiful jewels. And then when you turn it the side, both sides has a Triforce on it with the light beams. It's amazing. And I love it yeah. so much. It's like something Princess Zelda would wear. <laughs> I had my eye on it for years. Actually, since the day I met her. So. <laughs> I've been on it it's everywhere. I saw it online on Etsy. I'm like, is this still available? Can you please make this available? Can you guarantee me it'll be available in four years? I was years? in the room when you were sent when you sent that email out, and the person's like, "Yo, this is gonna be in like what four or five years? I can't guarantee yes. anything." Yes, and it was available, and I got it. <laughs> yeah, only because I, I didn't let him propose until recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
anyway, my my favorite piece of merch is also something that Adriano gave, and that's the Eslo hat that I have. I forgot. Oh, it's so cool. You. I'm like, Adriano was like, hey, Gino, what do you think of this Eslo hat? I'm like, that's cool, but I don't want one. And then on my birthday, he got it for me. And I'm like, I told you I didn't want this. <laughs> but now <laughs> I have it, and it's great. <laughs> But I yeah, guess I yeah. bought it for you already and then asked you what you think of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want like, this. Oh, and you're like, too bad, take no. it. <laughs> and no jewels, you can't have it. Okay, I'm I'm finding the right combination of peanut butter to lethally inject you with. That will leave no trace. Tell the internet things. <laughs> <laughs> That's on record. All right. Um. Okay. Um. Number 24, which Zelda character is your favorite to play as in Smash Bros? Um, mine for a long time was Sheik, until they split up Sheik and Zelda into separate characters, at which point I stopped liking Sheik, and now I just play Zelda. Hmm. And Ultimate's design of Zelda is Bay, so <laughs> now, now she's like the best character to play. Um, mine is uh, Young Link. Uh, I would have picked Toon Link uh, if uh, uh, in the Brawl days, but uh, or actually, Toon Link did Toon Link get the slight rework in Smash Four or Smash Ultimate? I think it was an Ultimate act or an Ultimate. So, but yeah, I would have picked Toon Link. I don't like the way Toon Link plays anymore, so I'm picking Young Link because it was the close. It's the closest. So, is Link? I totally suck at Smash, so I feel like I can't even have an opinion here. Oh, oh no no, no. I'm, I'm with you on that one sarah yeah link is the only i can only play as two characters and that's link and roy so link was really my only option here <laughs> uh ganondorf i'm really good with if in my humble opinion um young link and i also play as a pikachu named keton does that count we're counting it yeah okay we'll count that okay, it's cute yeah, um, I'm also not good at Smash, and I just wrote Link because why not? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I play as um, Bumblebee Nest. Does that count? Because you can put a bee in a jar. No. <laughs> Damn it. No bees in jars. Um, number 25, which Zelda character do you play as in Hyrule Warriors? This can be from either one. Um, I'm going to go with classic Hyrule Warriors. I play as Twilight Midna. Again, I said earlier on, I love Twilight Midna's design. I think she's awesome. I like the fact that her moveset is her throwing bridges and stuff at you. It's like all the stuff she teleports throughout the game, and she just tucks it at people. So I'm going Twilight Midna. Um, so I'm going to pick a character from Age of Calamity. Uh, I'm going to pick Impa, because she is OP. She, uh, the way, like, she can clear out like her ability where like she can make clones of herself or whatever uh it's like and uh and the more clones you have when you use your special move it it's even more powerful so you can take out so many enemies at once and it does a lot of damage to bosses so she is op and that's why i played her played hyrule warriors since i had my wii u plugged in in like 2017 um i believe i used to play as impa and midna and Rudo, but that's all I remember. Um, I, yeah, I haven't played much Hyrule Warriors either, but I, I really like Sheik and the way that he uses songs as attacks. 
I really didn't play a lot of Hyrule Warriors myself, but Ball and Chain Link seemed really fun. Just swinging around <laughs> yeah. this giant, like this giant heavy thing to like throw at everyone, and you could get it uh, costumed to be a chain chomp. That was funny. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. cute. Cute. Okay, uh, favorite costume from Breath of the Wild. Um, my favorite is, um, and it's the only costume I wore other than the standard and the, the costume, like the, the tunic of the wild, um, was the Sheikah costume you get in Kakariko Village, where you mm-hmm. get, like, his hair in a bun, and you got the, like, almost, like, chic kind of styled, like, like, um, pants and, like, suit. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I really wish when you scanned uh, Sheik's Amiibo and got his headdress, I really wish that it could actually count towards the bonus that that set's supposed to give you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was going to say that also. So, uh, my pick is rooted in the fact that I, like, once again, like, I do not like the Tunic of the Wilds at all. So, uh, every subsequent playthrough I've had of Breath of the Wild, I think I've played through it two times, three times total. So, uh, the, uh, I picked the uh, Hero of Times outfit because it's the best link, and uh, I need to like clean my brain of Tunic of the Wilds. I need the best outfit of Link in uh, Breath of the Wild, so Hero of Time outfit. I don't care if it doesn't do anything or whatever. Its ability is not that great. It looks cool. It's the same thing as Tunic of the Wild. Well, when it you looks better. Well, it looks so, better. Really great. <laughs> you can't die it. Well, that'd be cool. Who cares? My favorite is the climbing gear. I never use the actual paved roads in Breath of the Wild. That's what, my favorite rune is Revali's Gale. My favorite is climbing gear because I'm just always like hopping over shit. Uh, my Honestly, favorite yeah, the utility gear one in that game is really good. Yeah, my favorite is the fierce Dighty one. Um, I really like how in the DLC when it's like he's recovering memories, it's, it looks really cool when like he's like it has this sort of phasing after image effect. Yeah. And it's, I love the bonus, especially when you fully upgrade. It's the same as the barbarian outfit. It's just extreme power. Yeah. yeah. My my actual favorite is it's either between the barbarian gear or the guardian gear. Mm. I really like the way the guardian gear looked. It's kind of like ancient power armor, almost. And when you have the too. yeah, when you have the uh, the accompanying like uh, guardian like swords and stuff, it it just completes the look of that set, which is really really cool. And the barbarian gear, when you dye it like different colors and stuff, it it makes like look really really cool. And like obviously, like a lot of the theories about the zonai and stuff tied to that gear, because like it was only found in the zonai ruins and things. And it kind of looks like the ta- like the uh, the tapestry of the ancient hero. Um, I thought it was really cool, uh, the barbarian gear, and it gives you that attack, that sweet sweet attack bout. So. Mm-hmm. It's cool yep. when you dye it, it changes the patterns of the, the paint. Yep. That's cool. I'm disappointed none of us said the Gerudo costume. <laughs> I have it, a it, desert bow on here, but the Gerudo costume is great too. I've almost cosplayed that. I got so close and then I was too insecure about my tummy. Yeah. I actually have a really funny story about um, <laughs> about the Gerudo outfit. I was uh, on my way to work. Uh, once and we were on it was it was uh, Halloween and I was on our public transit system our um, 
kind of like our subway systems here. And there was a guy dressed up as Gerudo Link, and I'm like, that is actually a very like funny costume for Halloween. I, I had yeah. a, like, <laughs> it was it was really funny. That's it was really good. Shout out to that person if you were listening. Um, <laughs> to b- person who wore Gerudo costume on bus. Um, we okay. So next one is twenty seven. Favorite playable song from Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. And I also tacked in Wind Waker here. I know when I told you all to prepare, I didn't have Wind Waker on there, but just favorite song you can actually play in the in the game. In the games. Uh, um, and the reason I tacked on Wind Waker is because mine is from Wind Waker, which is the Earth Gods lyric. I really like the Earth Gods lyric, the one you play with Medley. So that's mine. Uh, mine is super standard, super cliche. Uh, Song of Time, complete in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and uh, doesn't really do much in Ocarina of Time besides like open stuff. But in Majora's Mask, uh, the fact you can travel back in time is pretty good, pretty cool. And, and, and all the <laughs> and all the variants of it too. I guess we'll yeah. uh, I'll count awesome. those. Now, my favorite Asaria song makes me feel the same way that Drunia feels. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Don't do nothing, but I like it. Isn't your, isn't your, isn't your Instagram based off that? At songs from the forest. Songs from the forest. Yeah, because yeah. that's a dream. Yeah. Songs from the forest. <laughs> Mine is song of healing, because um, when it's taught to you, the happy mask salesman takes out a like triple decker huge piano that I can <laughs> imagine what sounds that would create. And I'm a pianist, so I was extremely impressed. Like, if anyone asks me why I like Zelda, I'll just show them that screenshot. And uh, I love playing that song on the piano because it's got some interesting syncopation grooves and some strange harmonies that just work really well. And yeah, I, I actually I almost teach that song to every single student of mine too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to say "Song of Healing." Also, it has a lot of like very important nostalgia and sentimental value to me. When uh, I was going through some some tough times, I would just listen to it on loop for a bit. And it just made me feel better. Uh, but my I do have to say that probably my favorite, like in terms for the games, is the Song of Storms. Just the whole just the whole little mini event and stuff that happens with that song, uh, where Link inadvertently teaches that song to himself <laughs> through um, what's his name, Guru Guru. Guru, yeah. Yeah, so basically, um, Kid Link plays the song of storms in in the um, in the windmill. It causes the uh, and it screws up the windmill, and the the Guru Guru gets really really upset at him and never forgets the song. And then when you actually learn the song as adult Link, Guru Guru says, "Yeah, there's this one annoying kid that came here and screwed everything up." And he teaches it to you, but then you have to go back in time and play the song to screw him up in the first place. So that song exists out of time. And it's just a little paradox, and it's funny. Yeah. Um, so now to keep on with music, what is your favorite piece of music, period? And uh, explain. Sorry, favorite Zelda piece of music. Um, Beethoven's Fifth. <laughs> um, now, I... These are the the ones where it's like it, there's such an overwhelming amount of option that I feel like this might not actually be my favorite, but I can't possibly think of all the Zelda songs. Um, but the two that 
poke out in my mind are the ancient hero song from Wind Waker. That so that's the like introduction one when they're showing the like the recap of what happened in Ocarina of Time, and also Midna's lament from Twilight Princess. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, my all-time favorite song in any Zelda game is the theme that plays at the very beginning of Ocarina of Time on the title screen where Link is just like it's the piece that accompanies Link while he's riding the horse or riding Pona through Hyrule Field that song is uh, originally like it's a little small tune that plays in Mario 3 when Mario uses the warp whistle and Koji Kondo made it into like made that little song into a masterpiece in Ocarina of Time. That song, like to me, like that is probably the most moving song in Zelda, in my opinion. Like for and, and, and like it's just in the title screen. Like barely anyone like you don't even need to hear the entire thing if you want. Like it's 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 hidden, and I don't think a lot of people like say it's their favorite. So like it's uh it's kind of like my little secret type song. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I put down Lost Woods theme for this one, but y'all get it. I like the woods. I've already mentioned that multiple times. Um, my other favorites would probably be Dragon Roost Island, and I love the Ballad of the Goddess. And- yes, but yes, but um, Dragon Roost is a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bop. That was the first song I learned to play in the ocarina. <laughs> well, mine's a real headbanger. Every time you hear it, it's so refreshing to hear. It's different from a lot of other Zelda tracks. It's Grudel Valley. Oh yes. Heck yeah. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> just that flamenco kind of rhythms. That's just holy rhythms. Amazing. Yeah, Grudel Valley is a very good choice. My personal favorite, as I said before, is the Mulgara theme. I just just that song makes that boss fight even better than it already <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. And it's a great boss fight with a great boss. Mulgara battle all day, every day, most days. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, number 29. 29. What do you typically name your character? Um, which, so I've named since I was a child my character the exact same thing in every single Zelda game until Breath of the Wild where they removed the ability to name your character. And I got to say it was very difficult to play the game without having my character's name. But... It's a very simple change. Instead of his name being Link, it's Linky with a Y at the end. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I don't know why. Me and my friend both named our characters Linky. And it's just been a tradition now, and I can't not name my character Linky. Um, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm uh, nothing special here. I just named my guy Link. Thanks, for Nintendo, for thinking of me in Breath of the Wild, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> forcing my will upon everyone else yeah i also named my character link i mean i went through a small phase in middle school where i named my character things like bitch boy and stuff but link it is link also um i sometimes will name my character link but the majority of my playthroughs i just put my name just because sharing a yeah. video game console with my brother he takes link i will then just use my name True. <laughs> Therefore, Gino is the hero. Hey, that Hyrule but deserves. what ends up happening is Gino ends up taking the file over, like he doesn't, like ninety percent of the time, and he ends up getting Link anyways. Hey, that <laughs> only happened when we were kids. I don't steal your file anymore. 
<laughs> I think you Pokemon stole my file in every Zelda game. I, Gino, I would just like to point out to the listeners here that Gino has stolen my file for every Zelda game up until Breath of the Wild because I bought the Switch with my own money and I forbade Gino from playing it. So I got to play on the Wii U version of the game with slightly longer yes. load times. As the yep. younger sibling, I can heavily relate. <laughs> but I'm the older one. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, no, Gino, I know you're the older one. The younger one always gets screwed over. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the... I have a lot, I have a lot of stories about how uh, uh, I had to suffer through uh, the reign of Gino you were player when it came to video games. The files just get deleted. <laughs> And we get the controller that's been chewed on by the dog. <laughs> no, well, my controller was chewed on by Gita. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> my GameCube controller was. But no, anyway. my wasn't. GameCube controller was neon orange. No, it wasn't. That wasn't me. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm Because we got five more questions to get to. Um, yep. Okay, so this one should be pretty quick. Which Triforce piece do you feel most encompasses who you are or which one would you want? Um, mine would be wisdom. Because I I am both weak and a bitch. <laughs> wow. That is the best way I could describe my my cravenness of being scared. Well, Jules, if you recall, oh, earlier today when... Uh, I was writing my answers down. I asked you, what are the what like powers do you gain from the uh, Triforce pieces? And you told me basically nothing, or like you didn't know. So <laughs> pretty sure you uh, don't. Yeah. Like so uh, I am. Uh, I guess uh, I would pick power, but I wouldn't be a dick like Ganondorf. So <laughs> I want. Courage, my anxiety says no. no. So I'm the mom friend, <laughs> so I'd be wisdom. My favorite Triforce piece is the last one that you get in Wind Waker. <laughs> good answer, good answer, good answer. I just got that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, but okay. The Triforce quest, you have to like drop, pick uh, up all the pieces from the ocean. Yes. yes, I understand now. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, my favorite one I, I would have to say is power also I would like to see I honestly would like to see what would happen if they reversed which pieces that each of the um, the Triforce trio would receive in the games every now and then just just to see what would happen but yeah power mm. that'd be sick like actually yeah, yeah that'd be a really cool idea don't steal it Nintendo I know you already took my claw shot yep okay, okay. you heard it here first you heard it here first or maybe you Triforce didn't power or Triforce of Wisdom Link. Let's go. Okay, so these last five will probably be pretty big questions. Um, so, 31, your most played Zelda game. Which one have you played the most? And if you can give us a number, that would be great as well. Although I know some of us might not have numbers. Um, and some of us can't count. Injury. Hint, hint. Yeah. Um, mine is Twilight Princess. I've probably played that game upwards of 15 times. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know exactly how many times I've played through Ocarina of Time, but I think, like, Ocarina of Time for sure is the Zelda game I played the most amount of times. 
if, like I include the N64 and 3DS versions. And just like sheer hours, are we talking? Probably hours and like total times from beginning to end. I was thinking total times beginning and end, but you can interpret the question however you'd like. Yep. Mine is definitely Ocarina of Time 2. If I'm correct, I believe I played through Ocarina of Time 12 times. Oh my god, and <laughs> mine, mine is also Ocarina of Time. Uh, I've played it numerous times on its own. Uh, I've done glitched runs where I've done it reverse dungeon order, three hearts. Um, I've done mods and randomizers numerous times. Um, there's Nimpy's mod, there's Dusk and Dawn, there is um, Master of Time, Voyager of Time, just so many. You can't count. Nightmare. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm making, I'm making YouTube videos of those. Currently. Yeah, Adriano's channel is Cosmosis Plays. Uh, if you like Zelda and if you like randomizers, uh, go check it out. We will link his channel here. And yeah, no worries. Yeah, just we just got to remind the editor to to drop those links in, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I can't really, I can't really remember. Like, if we're talking sheer number of like hours in the game, it would be Ocarina of Time, but that doesn't really like involve gameplay. That's just like me running around like <laughs> Deku Deku shrubs and like killing things and just running around doing the mini games playthroughs. Also, like. I only really played through the games like once or twice each. A Link to the Past is the one that I've played played the most like frequently because like growing up as kids we didn't have a Super Nintendo in the house, so my dad had a a PC that he put a bunch of like arcade Nintendo and Super Nintendo games on. So I played a lot of A Link to the Past through that emulator. But I have to say like yeah. Minish was probably one of the games that I also spent a lot of time running through and playing and I really liked that game and I really liked the world of Minish Cap a lot it was a really good 2d zelda game and i wish yeah. i kind of did more with it but yeah um okay any of those three yeah and now number 32 is your favorite narrative so which zelda game had your favorite narrative um this one was tough for me my gut wants to say twilight princess but my heart says Wind Waker. Hmm. My heart is just with Wind Waker. I love the tone of Wind Waker. I love the like clash between like the way it looks and the actual like content because like it's arguably one of the most mature Zeldas in terms of how it approaches the lore and like the messages it sends, but it looks so cute. Hmm. Um for me, I think I'm torn between Wind Waker and Skyward Sword and Ocarina of Time, but I think I would go with Skyward Sword. Um I th- I really like the the fact that like Link and Zelda are kind of like like they grew up together and they uh like they go on this like they they go on base they both go on their own separate journeys throughout the game. I like what they've done they did with Impa. I really like the whole story about like the the creation of the master sword and um the founding of of hyrule spoilers i guess i guess spoilers for discovered sword but i just like that it's like it was like the first it's like the first game in the series kind of uh, canonically and i just 
there's so many things in Skyward Sword I can't wait to re-experience with Skyward HD. So mm-hmm. for me, it's Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah. This is also a really hard one for me too. Um, it, I still haven't really picked, to be honest. But probably the entire connection between Ocarina of Time up to Twilight Princess. I hate to pick like a whole branch of the timeline, <laughs> but I love that entire part of it and how they connect and how the story just unfolds and how it's told throughout. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, my favorite is Ocarina of Time, um, just because of the story and how like every single place and item has a bit of a background to it, a bit of history and uh, importance of rights there. It's not like you just go into a dungeon, oh, there it is. No, it's actually like a story behind, you know, the light arrows, the megaton hammer, um, the ice arrows, it's like a treasure to the Grudos. You know, everything has a kind of history to it that's explained. You don't just pick it up and, oh, there it is, you know, or and certain places too, like for example, yeah, more than um, a link to the past. Like you see something crazy, but there's no explanation for it. Like for example, um, the place where you get the, you read this tablet and you get the medallions. Right? There's no explanation why that's there. Or who put that there? You know. But okay, time it has all that. I I really don't know what to pick for mine either. Just I guess because I spent a lot of time in Minish, I really like the storytelling that they did with that one. Where like okay, Vati was this. Uh, Vati's origin. I really like the whole aspect of like the Minish. Uh, you get to just like Ezlo's whole arc and story throughout throughout that game, as well as just like the founding, like the creation of the Four Sword from the Pakori Blade and everything. I know Minish doesn't really get a lot of love, but I'm just feeling Minish today for whatever reason. Uh, I really liked it, and I thought it was very fun. Where you get to like, okay, you're like the story unfolds over over like the scale of Hyrule, like the both the, the microscopic and yeah your regular size and stuff as well and it tells one one really big story just a bit of a size joke there but i thought it was fun i'm feeling minish let's go with that okay um so 33 we only got a few questions left so 33 is your least favorite zelda which one do you think is the worst? Now, I would normally say Four Swords, but I'm going to not say Four Swords just for the sake of saying something different. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Oracle of Seasons. I despise Oracle of Seasons. I think it's very bland. I hate the dungeon designs. I'm just not a fan of Oracle of Seasons. Adri's trigger. <laughs> I can tell you that was very triggered. Oh, if you guys want to get triggered. Ooh, well, oh gosh. so I think, like, I think it's easy to say, like Jewel said, uh, uh, Four Swords or Zelda 2 because it's so different or like Phantom Hourglass because like the, like the touch controls some people don't like. But for me, I really, really do not like Majora's Mask. Like, wow! I really do not like that game. I just, I, I would have preferred an expansion to Ocarina of Time. And I know we didn't get the disc drive here, but like, I would have preferred to continue that story in that, like, because uh, like, I do not like the the. Du- I don't think there's enough dungeons in Majora's Mask, and none of them are really that great, except for the the Stone Tower Temple. I don't like the bosses in that game. 
like all the bosses suck and Jules recently replayed the game and he agrees with me now uh but um and i just think like just to butt in i don't agree that majora's mask is the least favorite i agree that the no, bosses no. aren't good the bosses yeah uh but then um and then i also like i really 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 like i'm i'm not the biggest fan of side quests in zelda games and for like and basically majora's mask if you don't go through all the side quests like the game's pretty short and there wasn't a lot there for me to do like it just Ocarina of Time to me, like, I'm, we'll say it like there's a, that's gonna ask my answer for another question later on, but like, such a high, high from Ocarina of Time. And I just don't think Majora's Mask came anywhere like close to it. And like, I think it's other Zelda games are just better, like, to be honest with you. It's just, there's something, it's just not, it's not my cup of tea, but yeah, I've tried. I have tried. <laughs> Majora's tried a lot. My best experience. With Majora's Mask was watching Adriano's randomizer of Majora's Mask. <laughs> Still got to release so. that. So. <laughs> well, that's controversial. I hate to be basic after that. Y'all can call me a noob, but my least favorite Zelda game is Zelda 2 because it is just simply unplayable for me. I suck so much at it. I can't get past <laughs> basically the first portion of the game. So I cannot really have an opinion on it. Because I can't play it, so I don't like it for that reason. <laughs> I am triggered. I love Zelda 2. No, I, I mean, I'm sure it's a great game for people yeah. who don't suck like me. It's tricky. I hadn't get you can't play it. I can't. Um, for me, it's got to be Spirit Tracks. I have never played it. I never will play it. It's I cute. can't imagine Link on a train. I can't imagine a locomotive sword. Like, what the hell? It's cute. No. And a pan flute. Okay, but... Uh... And a conductor, oh, a conductor, it's just, uh, sorry, I just cringe at it. I like it. <laughs> it's actually quite trip. fun. It's, it's definitely so better to than... blow into the, the mic. That's a the cool mechanic, game. but still. I think it's I'm an not, adorable I game. don't think I'm going to play that game. Ever. I will say Spirit, Spirit Tracks is better than Phantom Hourglass. I will say that. I liked Phantom. I disagree. I love Phantom Hourglass. I'm sorry. That's all I did. It was a cool successor to, uh, to Wind Waker, I felt. Customizing yeah. your ship and such. It's not mess. Both of them you can are. Customize the train. Yeah. Yeah, the train but is it's cool, bro. It's a freaking it doesn't train. belong in. It's industrializing. <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome. It's anyway. It anyway. And more of a character in that game than half of other. <laughs> anyway, um, I have to say my and I will almost agree with Giuliano. I will say Zelda One is the worst out of all the Zelda games. Strictly because it's what it honestly every other Zelda game after Zelda one did something better than Zelda one. That's because Zelda that one was the worst one. <laughs> 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 like, <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah, like I think that was the goal, Gino. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just Zelda one is just it's <laughs> it's too it's too slow by today's standards for like an action game the loading between like like area of the map to area of the map um the items are basic the world map is basic the art has aged in my opinion very poorly i know it's very nostalgic like if you're using it for pixel art and everything it's great but like collectively as a game zelda one i don't i just don't like the way it looks and it has this weird I don't know. It just it doesn't work for me, and I can also say that's probably why Giuliano doesn't like the dungeons and the layout of 
of uh, Oracle of Seasons because Oracle of Seasons was originally a remake of Zelda 1. And if you overlap the maps, everything is in the exact same spot. And the dungeons pretty much line up one for one also. Just I think you're stretching. I think you're trying to use me against me. <laughs> I did not say that. Do not quote me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do echo a lot of Mateo's sentiments with Majora's Mask, but I can't hate that game is because it's like one of the founding games of my, my, my friendship with Adriano. Ocarina of Time started it off. Like we made like actually a Majora's that. Mask like scale model of Clock Town in grade six. We had yeah. this like we had this little <laughs> design a city project thing and we made like a thing of Clock Town with like shapes and stuff. It was quite fun. So I That's can't hate really Majora's cool. because of that. Yeah. That's actually one of our first interactions too was Majora's Mask. Building I drew on June Cafe and he commented on it, I guess trying to flirt with me saying um do you want to make a couple's mask together and i was trying to turn him down but he took this as flirting tell me if he's flirting or not I said yes then we can give it to a 10 year old and die 30 minutes later i was flirting i love that it's hilarious that's great uh, that is great brilliant um i'll use that one next time <laughs> but Link saves the world, so we don't die. <laughs> um, okay, so number thirty-four is your favorite two D Zelda. Now, ironically enough, my favorite two D Zelda is Oracle of Ages. <laughs> um, I love Oracle, and I think that's why I don't like Oracle of Seasons is because Oracle of Ages. I like absolutely love everything about that game. The story, the the dungeons, just like the gameplay, like everything about that game just is phenomenal to me. And then Oracle of Seasons by comparison is just like this is the shitty version of what the other one was, in my opinion. Bro, but... that I hate Pokemon Sapphire, but Pokemon Ruby's my favorite. <laughs> I know, right? Um th- there's a difference here. There's a distinct difference here. But I, I do love Oracle of Ages. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Oracle of Ages is my favorite 2D. Uh, my favorite 2D Zelda game is uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I think that game holds up to this day like incredibly well. It's The level design in that game is fantastic. The, the dark world and like main world, I love that, um, that mechanic of like hopping between the two. And the, the soundtrack's fantastic. The, so many series, uh, like staples of like for songs, locations, items, everything came in from Link to the Past, and it's just it's a fantastic game. Like it, it I cannot say enough good about, things about Link to the Past. Like I was so happy that it got like its own sequel in Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds is a fantastic game. It's probably my second favorite 2D Zelda, but I still have to go with Link to the Past. Yeah, Link Between Worlds is actually my favorite 2D Zelda. I actually played a Link Between Worlds before I got around to playing Link to the Past. So it, it just holds that kind of like first experience for me. But they're both amazing games, and I agree. They're probably my one and two. Uh, so my favorite games are actually the linked Oracle games, playing one game and finishing it in the other. Um, yeah, I love I love both Oracle games. Uh, I love that you can go back and forwards in times, and like that you can change the seasons, and that opens up and closes parts of the map. I thought that was amazing. 
Um, yeah, and when I make a D&D campaign, I really want to use those elements and uh, as well as Dark World, too. I want to put everything in there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> and, yeah, I guess where mine is, I have to agree with Mateo on this one. It's A Link to the Past. That was my first Zelda game, and it has always been my favorite. It was also one of the first Zelda games that I was able to complete, actually, on my own also. Uh, we had the uh, Game Boy Advance version of the game, and I was able to play through it uh, beginning to end. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, the the sound quality and stuff, they had to make, like, like for instance, they, they added the young Link soundbite of Link sw- when he swings the sword, like, ha, ha. And if you go back to the Super Nintendo and play it, it's just a, wish- a whooshing noise. Link is completely mute in that game. Yeah. But um, yeah, Link to the Past is is my favorite 2D. I'd like to point out Link to the Past on Game Boy Advance, another game Gino took my file in. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was like oh where it God, started. Yeah. But I did eventually so... go back and, and do it all myself. This is just a call out Gino <laughs> session. Mo- most of these are sorry. I had to get my own Nintendo DS because of this. So, <laughs> it was a real but problem. It... Hey, yeah, but because of that, Mateo got po- Mateo got back into Pokemon. Yes, so that's the story for another day. <laughs> Last um, question. So number thirty-five for the Zelda thirty-fifth anniversary is what is your favorite three D Zelda game? Which I'm sure any of you listening could probably make educated guesses based off of each of us, based off of all of our answers. Mine is Twilight Princess. I don't think it needs explanation. I've already said how much I like Midna. I've already said how much I like the bosses and the locations. Um, but Twilight Princess is my favorite. I also am obsessed with wolves, and Wolf Link is cool. Yeah. I love wolves, too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is Ocarina of Time, obviously. Uh, it is, to this day, it's like, I think it's like one of the most perfect video games I've ever played. Like it's it like what more could you want? Like it's the the story is timeless, it's epic, it's grand. It's like kind of like a wish fulfillment like thing where like a child becomes an adult but like then but then the child has to become the hero. It's like it's so cool. I just I like the lore behind Ocarina of Time is fantastic. It's just the items, the music, everything about that game. It's Nintendo firing on all cylinders. Like and it's particularly like the three DS version I think is that's the definitive version of it if you play it. So uh but like that game is it is a masterpiece. I agree. My favorite three D Zelda is also Ocarina of Time. It's the first video game I have memories of. It's extremely nostalgic for me. It is the perfect game. Um from all the time that I've spent playing it, from all the times I've spent you know, making things from it. I've made a replica of the Megaton hammer. I've made the fairy bow. I've assisted in making the hookshot. I've made multiple Link tunics from that game. I've just spent so much time on it. I love it so much. It's very dear to my heart. Forever my favorite. I was going to hate me for this one, but my favorite is actually Majora's Mask because uh, of all the previous things I said about it, but also I think what makes it Part of what makes it really good is the side quest because you interact with almost every NPC and there's just so much emotion involved. Um, and, you know, the soundtrack's really good. My only complaint I will say about it is I don't like the format of learn a song, enter the temple. Learn a song, enter the temple. Four times. Um, but that being said, about the temples, I do prefer those four temples to Breath of the Wild's four temple designs. 
Oh, that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah. No offense. Like comparing a rock to a slightly smaller rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it was quite challenging, especially the three-day format. And I really love that. Um, I love that clock system to it. Imagine they were actually thinking of doing a whole week, but they they narrowed it down to three days. I just like how everything is is time based. You know, things open and close at certain times. It, it's really interesting to me. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, like Groundhog Day, the video game. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys got to watch Ben Drown, then. It's, it's been updated these days. Uh, the story oh, damn. It's 2012. I'm sorry. We're talking about creepypastas. Hey, it, 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 the story's been continued. You just got to watch Ben Drown. He's cool. Yeah, it, it continues. Okay. I don't, I don't even learn about it. It's amazing. Pastas. <laughs> Anyway, my favorite 3D Zelda, probably, I'm going to just keep echoing with the crowd on this one here, Ocarina of Time. Without Ocarina of Time, you wouldn't have Majora's Mask. Literally with the assets or with the story continuation, right? Like Link. Hey, I'm going to clap back at you, Gino. Without Legend of Zelda 1, you wouldn't have Ocarina of Time. Exactly. That's why Legend of Zelda 1 is the first and everything is better than it. Exactly. Anyway. So that's why Ocarina of Time is the first and everything's better than it. No, we're not. We're not I getting into that bloodbath. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is the anti-four video. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just talking about. I'm just playing. I'm just, we're dying on Ocarina I'm of just Time. Being the is the best Nintendo 64 Zelda game. Everyone else is wrong. I am sorry. <laughs> Golden Eye. No, I'm kidding. No. Ocarina of Time is the best. Yeah, Adriano. It's also the one that you've spent the most time in. So, like, you have more hours in Ocarina of Time than any other because video game. Because they don't mask. <laughs> Every single yeah, I know randomizers, but they're long. <laughs> yeah, I know, but those are like not the official release and all that stuff, right? So, like, at least with no, what you were doing, links crossbow training. That, that's a mini game. Thinking about making that joke. We don't talk about that. I thought about we that. Talk, we don't talk about that. Reading my angles. In all honesty, though, I probably would have said Breath of the Wild, but I just like that game is just like I love it, but it's also like too big. To like go in and do everything, and like the dungeons are just like, eh. Ocarina of Time, great, great bite size. Exactly what Mateo said before with the 3DS version of that game being the definitive one, being able to equip and unequip your your uh, iron boots with yeah. a button push. <laughs> oh my god, that's just so nice. That is one so nice. thing I really, really love about the 3DS remakes is the sky. Oh yeah. my god. I love it in the N64, which is saying something, but in the TV, yeah. those colors, yeah. you just don't And you want to know something that's even cool, that really, that's a really nice detail that they did with the Ocarina of Time 3D, uh, 3DS version of it? They didn't, uh, they didn't remove the functionality of the ice arrows and make them oh, only useful in yeah. one spot. Yeah, that I didn't like about the ice arrows. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, 35 questions for 35 years of The Legend of Zelda. Again, thanks to uh, thanks for coming in, uh, Sarah and Adriano. It was great having you guys make your world debut here. Um, definitely, you guys should come back and, and join us in, in future topics. Uh, it was really fun having so you guys here. Fun. Thank you all for including us. Yeah. Uh, Jules, Mateo, do you guys want to do the like the anything else, or do we have anything else to go with? Just uh, remember, everybody, keep your eyes on Reddit and such if you're looking for the Highland Shield Joy-Con. You're never <laughs> the only good way luck. You're find it. Good <laughs> luck. Um, 
Keep your eyes peeled for those Zelda amiibos. Skyward Sword launches July something. I don't remember. Um, um, and uh, please look forward to the coming weeks where we will be doing um, E3 predictions, reactions, um, breakdowns, and such as we enter the big month of gaming. Um, again, thank you to Sarah and Adriano for joining us today and sharing their wonderful expertise on Zelda with us. Um, and reminder to like, subscribe, comment, watch on Spotify, listen on YouTube, um, <laughs> reverse those. Um, <laughs> and, most importantly, um, most importantly, if you are a Geno fan, don't. Um, and we will see you sometime cool. soon. Yeah. Thanks yep. for listening, everyone. Thanks for making yep. it this far.